Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and chemistry whiz, Ellen Fidian, is talking about Australian energy policy with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who still loves to exercise her democratic rights and is pleased Australia does too. So the federal election last week saw the Labor Party form government and the election of a record number of both Greens and Independents, many of whom campaigned hard on climate change. With the new government comes a new strategy for Australia's energy. What might we expect of the next three years and what might this mean for the climate? Ellen, first things first, who's in charge? In short, the Labor Party. At the time of recording, it looks likely but not guaranteed that they're going to have an absolute majority in the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. But we have seen three new Greens MPs, all elected in Queensland, um, and also seven new independents for sure, um, six of whom have been referred to as teals a lot. So they campaigned hard on climate in sort of traditionally liberal seats. The Senate's still counting. That's going to take a while to sort out, but it looks like there's going to be a lot of Greens in there as well. So basically Labor's forming government, but they will need to rely on the crossbench in at least one of two houses and maybe both. Mm -hmm. And both of those crossbenches have people with very, very ambitious climate plans compared to the Labor Party. Which is good to hear. So Hmm. what's Labor's 2030 target for dropping emissions? So their domestic target is a 43% drop. So that's consistent, depending on uh, which model you use, that's consistent with about two degrees of warming if every country in the world had similar drops. To get to 1.5, which is what the Paris target is, is it would need to be about a 60% drop by 2030. It's much more ambitious than the previous government's target, which was 26 to 28%. Right. That was something that was going to happen pretty much entirely on the back of state policies alone, according to some analysts. Climate analytics showed that state policies said you could probably get a 30 to 38% drop without the federal government doing anything. This target, you need a bit of federal government work to do as well. Okay, so the main question is, is this achievable? In short, yes. I spoke to a couple of different energy experts. Ian Lowe, who's an emeritus professor of science, technology and society at Griffith University, and John Quiggan, who's a professor of economics at the University of Queensland. Both of them said, yes, absolutely. It's very easy to get to 43%, both technologically and economically. Both think it's very, very possible to go much higher than that. So, for instance, the Greens target, which is around 75% by 2030, Mm-hmm. They've relied on this scenario from the Australian energy market operator, so the thing that operates the national grid, essentially. Right. They've modelled this scenario called the hydrogen superpower, which involves this massive, massive increase in renewable energy. Stakeholders at AEMO, so you know, economics experts, technology experts, energy experts, all think that it's feasible, but they think that there are slightly less ambitious scenarios that are likely, more likely. So basically, it's it's absolutely technically feasible to get more ambitious than that. And there are people in parliament who are going to be pushing for more ambitious emissions drops. Which I do like to hear, but how are Labor planning to cut emissions? So they've got two central plans and they both revolve around electricity. 
The first is this 20 billion policy called rewiring the nation. Mm -hmm. um, and the second is this electric vehicle policy called driving the nation. Right. So rewiring the nation, it basically... It's basically about strengthening the national grid. So the cool thing about it is that if it works out, if the if the way they strengthen the grid works, it essentially ensures that as long as there is sun and or wind somewhere between Sedona and Cairns, then we will have renewable energy that can power the entire eastern side of Australia. I mean, that sounds like a, a sure thing to me, but yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. Well, you would hope so. I mean, it's I'm, I'm in Adelaide and it's been pouring with rain today and everyone in Adelaide is very confused because it never happens here. So, you no. know, but um, yeah. <laughs> Ian Lowe thinks that rewiring a nation is a really great strength of Labor's policy because if you've got a large, strong grid, that gives you the best renewables advantage. Sure. Driving the nation as well, obviously it assumes that the electricity you're powering these electric vehicles with is renewable, but True. assuming that works, they've got subsidies for more electric vehicles and they're going to be building a lot of infrastructure, so basically charging stations for these EVs as well and more incentives for importing them. Yeah. Lode does point out that there are some other parts of the sector, like manufacturing and agriculture, where there could be more work done to decrease emissions. So Labor's plan focuses very heavily on electricity, and there are other parts where we could be cutting emissions as well. Ellen, I'm curious about exports. Yeah, so this is the glaring hole in the policy. Okay. So um, our Paris targets only look at domestically produced energy or domestically produced emissions and not the things we export. And that's a really right. big deal for Australia because we are the third largest exporter of fossil fuels in the world, according to the Australia Institute. Wow. Yes. There was a study in Nature last year that I covered for Cosmos looking at how much of our fossil fuels needed to stay in the ground to be Paris compatible. It found worldwide 90% of the world's coal and 60% of its oil and gas must stay in the ground. And our requirements based on sort of the economics of our exports and what else we could be selling, they suggested that we should actually be keeping pretty much all of our coal in the ground as a nation. Wow. So... That's obviously a pretty clear imperative. Labor has been very, very quiet on any sort of export policy there or curbing any sort of new mining projects. So both Lowe and Quiggan pointed out to me that our export market is going to be shrinking because other countries are also trying to cut their emissions. So this doesn't yep. make a ton of economic sense. Um, but also in terms of climate, we really have to stop digging this stuff out of the ground at some point. Mm. And again, many of those independents and obviously the Greens have been pushing for curbing our exports and decreasing or stopping new mines. Yeah. So that voice is in Parliament. It, it It's likely to become more prominent over the next three years. The thing that Lowe said to me, which I thought was interesting, was that the single, he believes that the single biggest reason for the coalition getting kicked out of office was their failure to do something about climate change. And he said that he thinks if the government doesn't step up to the mark and respond to what the community wants, then the community will be equally damning of them in three years' time. That is, it's a really interesting thought. And you know what? I don't know. I wouldn't mm. be so mad. 
I just really think climate change is important, Ellen. Thank you for enlightening us. I feel maybe a little bit better, but I think possibly I could feel even better on top of that if we did a little bit more. So thank you to everyone for listening and be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.